I'm Tom Zalatni, executive producer of the Upford Network and host and producer of Up for Discussion, a podcast about great food and the people who love to make and eat it. But wait, isn't Up for Discussion a comedy podcast? It sure was, but things change. It's a food show now, and it's a very, very good food show. Every week, I dig into a different ingredient, dish, meal, or cuisine with help from friends and guest experts who know way more about this stuff than I do. Do you like food? Of course you do. You're a person. So you will like this show. Go listen to it. Wherever you get your podcasts. Up for discussion. It's a food podcast now. Brought to you by the Upford Network. Some good friends, friends of mine, talk to them all the time. Some good friends on my show, who are they? Soon you'll know. Hello, and welcome back to Some Good Friends for another week. I am your host, Stefan, and you know, I didn't really plan anything to say right now, and I'm realizing it as I'm saying it. Um... What I don't know. What am I going to talk about? Still, I mean, my Minecraft addiction is in full bloom. I cannot stop thinking about that game. I am just running around and exploring and building all kinds of automated farms, getting that redstone in there. It's great. I love it. I uh, I don't know why I didn't get into it sooner, but maybe it would have ruined my life sooner. So all things in due time, I guess, is the lesson to be learned here. Uh, and what is Minecraft if not a place to make friends? And that's why we're here tonight to talk to people that I know who are my friends, because that's the name of the show. And we've got three of them tonight. You know that it's the law. There will never not be three. Let's get right into it. Uh, please welcome to the show my good friend, Gloria Choi. Welcome, Gloria. Oh, hi, Stepan. Hi. How are you doing tonight, Gloria? It's been so long since we've seen each other. Oh, you know, I've been cooking a lot. I I made some lumpia, some pancit. You know, have you eaten yet? Have you eaten I, yet? I actually, uh, well, so I was going to eat dinner before this, and then I decided I'll eat dinner after. And so what I ate was some sour cream and onion Ruffles chips. But that's not enough. I've seen you, you know. You need to gain some weight. Oh, they, you know, you sound like a lot of people in my life. Uh I mentioned on the last episode, depending if it comes out in the right order, that I'm uh, currently bulking up with yoga with Adrian. Um, so is that what you mean? Oh, I mean, you know, to eat the good hearty stuff. You know? Now you're kind of you're kind of known for your cooking. Oh, I I don't know. I I just won some some awards sometimes, but I I do it from the heart. You know. You won some awards. What kind of awards are oh, you? Oh, it's in? just little things. You know, the Filipino uh, community center. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it's not. It's like you know, like the pie competition, but we don't make pie. We make uh, rice cakes mostly. Okay, so so did you win the award for best rice cakes? Uh, you know, we have many rice cakes in the Philippines. Oh. Most of the desserts, you know, they're rice-based. So my, my best one is bibinka. Okay. that That's your award-winning rice cake. Uh, it's one type of rice cake from the I Philippines. Just, I feel like you're being a little bit cagey about the award that you won. Oh, it's just I don't want to be too too proud, you know. Oh, well, the podcast is the place for pride. I mean, this is a, a platform for me to air my ego. So why not for you to also get your ego out there? Well, I wouldn't want you to to promote it until you've tried it. Oh, okay. Well, that's a, I guess that's an honest uh, business practice. I, I would never accept a sponsor that I, I had not used myself. So uh, 
That's uh, no. That's maybe awesome. I send some to you after your yoga with Adrian. Oh, that would be great. You know, uh, after I finish my corpse pose, to to have a little a uh, little rice cake right after that sounds delicious. Oh, that's a bit morbid. No. I guess yeah I mean you're lying there on your back like a dead person uh really concentrating on your breathing like someone about to die would be um oh that's really upsetting you know that's not very happy no and yeah and that's something uh Gloria that you're you're always uh you're you're a very happy person oh you know good food some some bidioki you know uh uh, video karaoke, you know, that's mm. that makes me real happy. Well, we all love a little bit of karaoke. What I'm curious, I mean, we've done karaoke together before. What is your song? Oh, you know, I like some um, REO Speedwagon, Candle okay. in the Wind, I think. I don't remember. Candle, I, in, the, uh, candle in the Wind, the, the Elton John song? I think I've, I mixed them up. You know? Oh, okay. It, you know, when it's 2 a.m., I don't remember who it's by. Mm. But I, what what was your song, Stepan? What is oh, it? my songs? Uh, my so- I have uh, three main songs, I guess, that I do. I do uh, 500 Miles by the Proclaimers. I do How You Remind Me by Nickelback. And uh, Tiny Dancer, also by Ellen John. These oh, okay, my, uh, yeah. Yeah, my nephew, dancers. you know, he was listening to Nickelback, and he didn't want any- me to tell anybody about it. I don't know why. He was singing oh. it very well. Okay. Oh well, I mean, I think that that song is is a classic. They got some. They got some jams. Nickelback. Oh yeah, from all the way from Hannah, Alberta. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Coming from the uh, almost the west coast. Oh no, uh, no coast there. Just no. fields, fields, and fields. Fields. Uh, that's true. And I guess what a way to escape than to make uh, rock music. Yeah, I agree. Do you make rock yeah. music, Stepan? Uh, I made the uh, my greatest achievement. I think was writing the theme song for this podcast. It's the uh, the thing that I get the the most compliments on for this entire podcast. Uh, in order of compliments, I get I people say I love the theme song. You have a great voice. Also, I like the podcast too. Uh, so, isn't it you at the beginning and then the song? It, I am singing the song, and it's. Yeah. So yeah. so basically, you know, it's like in order of the appearance. <laughs> it's true, people. And my podcasting analytics tell me that definitely the listeners prefer order of appearance because a lot of them don't make it till the end. That is either here nor there. Gloria, I want to know how your family is because you have a big family. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, nephews, nieces, cousins, you know. I'm surprised you're not calling me Auntie Gloria because, you know, in the Filipino culture, everybody's your auntie. Well, I mean, I, I wouldn't do it without permission. If I have your permission, then. Oh, I yeah, guess. of course, of course. Aunt, let, me, let me try it on for size of Auntie Gloria. Yeah, you know. Aunt, auntie? Auntie? What auntie, is it? Auntie is good. Auntie. Okay. Yeah. I'm yeah. worried that that makes it sound like I'm against you, Auntie Gloria. Okay, if you want, you can use a Tagalog word, Tita, Tita, tita Gora, Gloria. Gloria. Yeah. Oh, like the Toronto Sketch Group, the Tita Collective. Yeah, that's where they get it, you know. Oh, very cool. Uh, so the nephews, we have the nieces. Um, now, do you play favorites? Oh, you know, if they like my food, then definitely they're my favorite. Mm, which one likes your food the most? 
Oh, uh, his name, uh, Paul Patrick. My, Paul Patrick. my, uh, he's my middle, middle nephew. Mm. Yeah. And, and my sister. And he's a big fan of, uh, Tita Gloria's food. Yeah. Maybe a bit too, too much. How so? What does that, uh, what does that mean? Oh, you know, you know how you, you, I think you should put on a few pounds. Well, maybe mm-hmm. he needs to lose some. Oh, wow. Shots fired across the bow. Well, it's because he wants to play basketball, you know, on the, on the team mm-hmm. once it's open again. But okay. uh, I don't know. Now, who are you? I know that you're a basketball fan. Yeah. Uh, how did you feel about the, well, what do you watch? The NBA? Oh, or, no, uh, I like local stuff, you know, local okay. in, independent basketball. What are uh, now? What are we talking? There? Oh, what you know, Montreal, you know, we have poor pipe leagues, Filipino okay. leagues. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And who are no who are the kind of who are the top dogs? Who are the underdogs? What are we what are we talking? Oh, um, it's funny. Uh, there's lots of people. They're called JR. So actually, the top three, they're all JR or junior. The team is called Junior. Oh no, the top people in the in the. Oh, league. the top people are all yeah. all called Junior. Okay. Yeah. Although um, there's the worst team in the league. It's called Junior's Barbecue, because you know they're all sponsored by the the local Filipino business. Okay, and Junior's Barbecue is a local Filipino business. Oh, very good food there. Good food, bad basketball team. Unfortunately, you know. Is that is that your team? Are you a fan of the underdog, or or do you prefer a different team? You know, I usually like underdog, but uh, they, they're they just nothing nothing redeemable about them. No passing, you know, no, no defense. Passing. Just a bunch of people who think they're stars. Okay, so they so they inbound the ball and not a pass is thrown until until they lose possession. You know, yeah. Yeah. One time I saw a guy he tried to shoot from out of bounds. Huh? That's not oh even the goodness. rules. <laughs> Those, that is definitely not the rules. And and what happened to him? Was he thrown out of the game? Oh yeah, you know he sat on the bench. A nice spot on him at the bench. Mm. I guess at least it was a nice spot. Uh, now I know I know that you're. I mean, yeah, you come across as a very mild mannered individual, and I'm I'm curious if sports kinds of kind of brings out the rage in you, kind of uh, makes you oh. come alive. Oh yeah, you know, you know my nephew who didn't like me to tell anybody about Nickelback. Mm-hmm, yeah. Oh, he 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 doesn't like to sit beside me at the basketball game. Mm, he, I know that you have been, uh, and I don't know if this is a secret. You maybe you've been thrown out of a couple uh, local Montreal basketball venues. <sighs> you know, I'm embarrassed about this. You know, I I did not use my purse very well. You know, I I, I, I spent a lot of time saving up for this purse, and I I should not have used it. Uh, what did you use it as a weapon? Uh, unfortunately, you know, I I smack the ref. Oh no! Yeah, That's, and and, and, and you what? know he's he's the person who can kick me out. So I, I got no more tournament for me. I was oh, very. My, I, of all the people to smack, I think the ref is the is the worst choice. Oh yeah, you know, you you think you think they're little, but those refs they have a lot of power. I mean, was do you think they're little? Are refs uh, stereotypically small people? Oh, you know, in the Filipino basketball league, I think everybody's small. Oh, is that is that a thing? Okay, interesting. I mean, as someone who's uh, tall, uh, I have always been terrible at basketball. So I I don't think that it's the secret to a good basketball game. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I believe that. 
If and, anything, I had the opposite problem as Junior's Barbecue in that I passed too much. Okay, you did not want to take the shots. No, I would, uh, and it didn't really matter who I was passing to. I'd pass to my own team, I'd pass to the other team, I, just, to, just so I wouldn't have to handle the ball. Oh, no. Okay, but did you pass to the rep? Oh, absolutely. I, I was like, here, take, I, t- take this, I don't want this. <laughs> Uh, didn't go over very well. Oh no, because you know the the rep. He's a part of the basketball court. It's part of the rules. I mean, I see him as a a human being, or her as a human being. But uh, I guess some people see them as a part of the court as well. I I mean, maybe that's the wrong way to think. That's maybe that's why I hit him with my purse. Yeah, you saw him as just another. It's like you were hitting the hoop with your with your purse, or like the the scoreboard for you i was just frustrated you know well you know I, I at least there's other leagues for you to watch oh that's true that's true you know pour a pie more yeah i mean that's a you have options that's uh that's great um gloria i want to know uh what's uh what's the plan for 2021 what's, uh... you know other than cooking really well um you know, I want to sing more with other people, you know. Mm. There there's some good apps out there to sing with other people. I forgot the name now. Smule? I think that's the one, yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. Smule is one where you could yeah, do have, weird. Have duet. you tried that? Uh no, I have no. Like I said, I reached my uh, singing peak with a theme song for this podcast. So I, I think I'm retiring from singing forever. Well it's very nice. It's very nice. I like it. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Gloria, it's been great to talk to you, great to catch up. Uh um Please stick around. I'm sure our other guests can will need to be told if they're not eating enough or eating too much. Yeah, uh, and, uh, and if you can um, release a uh, karaoke format of your song, I would like that. Oh, sure. Yeah, I can. I can do that. The it's uh, it'll be short. You'll uh, wait for a long time for them to call your name, and then you'll be up there for about uh, 35 seconds. <laughs> it'll be a real tour de force. Thank you, Gloria. Uh, stick around. We're going to talk to my next friend. Uh, please welcome to the show my good friend, Tony G. Welcome, Tony. Hey, Stefan. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to well as, to, to well as you, Tony. To, that's what I always say. No mistakes here. Uh, what's going on? How's your 2021 going so far? Well, rough. It's, it's so rough. Um, okay, so uh, as you know, I, uh, I, I, got, I got that new job this fall. Right, and, and remind me what the job is again, just so. The devil's advocate, lawyer for the devil, being uh, on the legal team. Okay, you're on the legal team for the devil, and it's and I'm I'm deducing from your tone of voice that it's not going well. No, not at all. I was promised a a a heritage company that was uh, shaking up as a new startup. I was promised foosball tables. I was <laughs> promised uh, saunas. Okay. Uh, I was promised, you know, a beer keg, fun nights out, beer kegs. Beer keg I was promised so many beer kegs, and um, no, there's nothing. It's it's not that. It's it's a very bleak bleak picture down there. Okay, so I, I'm I'm curious about this whole operation. Um, who was doing this promising? Okay, so you know that I came across that posting on Craigslist, mm-hmm. and sound like a really good job mm-hmm. um then you know there was like a few there was like a few rounds of interviews you know regular stuff what you would you know first you get like you know middle level management you got you know the goblins mm-hmm. um then you got you know some more higher exec and that's like your warlocks 
mm -hmm. uh, and demons. Of course. Uh, seem like cool dudes, could trust them. Then you get like a few minutes with the devil himself. Mm. Uh, real slick guy, real uh, slick guy. Imagine. Sound like a great job, gave me a, gave it to me on the spot. Wow. Uh, said, you know, there's gonna be a nice corner office. Ooh. Show up, just have a cubicle. A corner cubicle, but it's not. Well, it's, it is a corner office technically. Yeah. It's just a corner cubicle, but yeah, he he painted out to be something different. So I mean, before we get into what you expected, I do want to know what is the devil's um, job interview? Like, what's his big question? Yeah, he like he asks you about um, like you know he makes you feel really comfortable mm. with well, cool. uh, with talking to him, like mm -hmm. you know. Like you can really express yourself, starts off, you know, with, you know, how are things going and then gets into childhood things. Then he gets you to say things that you would never say to anyone else. Certainly I would never say on this show. Mm. Um, and, uh, yeah, really gets talking about, you know, you know, the weird stuff that you think about. And, uh, before you know it, you're clocking in at 9am. Oh, well, I mean, it's good to know that hell has a nine to five schedule. We're union. Oh, you're a union lawyer, a lawyer in hell. So, I I mean, my main question is, you knew the whole time you were applying to be an advocate for the devil. Where you feel you've been tricked is that you were promised the classic startup experience and you got a little more stuffy law firm. Yeah, yeah, 100%, 100%. Okay, well, I mean, that's disappointing. Do you see any uh, opportunity for upward uh, advancement here? Yeah, I mean, technically, um, Definitely. I think that it's definitely possible. I just, Stefan, do I want to be there? Like, do you think that this is a place for me? Like, you know me, you know, you know who I am. Yeah. You're, you're fast moving. You're always on to the next thing. You live and breathe code. You're, you're a ninja in the office. You know, these, these types of things. This is you. Yeah. And so, but like, yeah, exactly. And it's like, do I try to like, like reinvent this place? Do I try to be like that mm. cultural cog in the wheel that just gets everyone like riled up and then you know like it's a ping pong tournament y'all like let's do something mm. um maybe it's in the place for that i don't know i'm like i'm really struggling i want to start off 2021 on the right foot so i'm just going right. through a lot and so i'm i mean are you actually advocating for the devil in court or are you kind of participating in arguments uh and and being like, well, I don't want to just to be the devil's advocate here, like this kind of uh, argumentation. Yeah, like uh, you know what, a good devil's advocate won't even say they're gonna play devil's advocate. Mm. They just do it. They're they're really good at like sneaking in and then just making you feel like you don't even know what you're talking about, uh, and then get you all riled up and like to the point where you just give up on the conversation. Like I just. Our goal is to really, you know, our motto at work is burn them out, burn them out. Mm. And uh, that's really what we're, we're trying to achieve. Okay. So, so you, it is, it's not a courtroom based thing. You're, you're participating in arguments. We're participating in our, you know, it, it's kind of like, what's the, what's the boundary between work and life? Like you're, you constantly want to be, you know, devil's advocate. So mm. in the courtroom where they're representing, uh, it, you know, uh, 
and we're we're representing in our personal lives as well. We're always a champion for our work, you know. Okay, so you're never you're always on the clock, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. Interesting. And and what a, what is an example of like an argument, whether in court or not, that you would get into? Yeah, you know, when like a you know a, like if a feminist issue comes up. Mm. You know, you just you just want to like rile people up and get them to be like, oh, I don't know what I'm talking about, and then yeah that that that's like a thing okay well maybe i'll uh, maybe you can kind of give me an example of what you do maybe i'll bring up a feminist issue and and then which is the role i'm very used to playing and then you can be the devil's advocate and tell me why i'm stupid and wrong yeah Does that i make like sense? that okay here we go let me let me think of a, a feminist issue real quick um, all right. Well, let's let's start with you know uh, the wage gap absolutely exists. Uh, women don't make as much money as men uh, in the same roles, and this is something that's proven by studies. Uh, the glass ceiling is real, and uh, we need to enact policy and changes to bring everything into balance. Okay, so Stefan, in if let's say that we're we're talking about this like at a party or something. Okay, sure, yeah. At this point, I would just start booing you. Like, oh. boo, boo, and wouldn't let you get a word in at all. Oh, that I'm, I mean, I would be very frustrated by that. Yeah, exactly. So you just walk away and give up, right? So let's say the devil's gotten a parking ticket or something. Uh, you know, he's been up causing chaos on <laughs> okay. Earth. So I, I go into the courtroom. Um, I was promised a really nice briefcase that I could slam on the table. Mm. No, it wasn't that nice. It was like a cheap, like polyester coating, oh, like no. nothing fancy. Very mm. disappointing. Anyways, I, I walk in. Uh, I sl- I still slam it on the table for for effect, mm. and just start yelling "boo" at the judge till they give up and walk out of the courtroom. Interesting. So, uh, do you use this tactic? Like, let's say, let me think of another argument. Uh, in, a, in a, you know, it's going to sound like I'm just using a template, but I'm not here. Uh, systemic racism exists, and we need to enact policies and changes to uh, bring things into equality. Uh, what say you, devil's advocate? Yeah. So this is this is um, just a a point in the conversation where I would completely just. Uh, ignore the conversation and mm. just start doing another action. Like I'd be like, Oh wait, where'd the stain on my shirt come from? <laughs> and really start centering the entire conversation on this, this mustard stain that mm. I have Okay. until the person just dropped the argument and, and walked away. So that that's, that's the scenario there. And what is, what does the devil get out of this? Yeah. I mean, uh, frustration. Uh, the devil like thrives on frustration. Okay. Like the more frustrated people are, the devil like is just uh, you know getting stronger and stronger. Like mm. he feeds off those like that. Yeah, that's his protein shake. Um, so that's really the purpose of all that. Now I do know in the past, uh, every time you've gotten a new job, Tony, you're you're kind of uh, you move you move on quick. You uh, yeah. you learn what you're gonna learn. You leverage it into something else. You're you're kind of a, like a you're a pro at, at, at moving on to the next bigger, bigger, better thing. And, and this one you've, uh, you've been at for quite a while. You, you're, I think we're outside of the window in which you usually would have left by now. Is there something? True. I there? usually do three weeks. I usually do three yeah. weeks and then I'm out. I'm, uh, you know, uh, but. Is there some sort wait, of contract that's been signed that's like keeping you there? Um, 
Are you able to leave? Yeah, it's there's a lot of loopholes to it. Mm. Um, you, there's like a lot of non-competes that are in there, like a lot, like even McDonald's is in there. So you, oh. you can't even go to like do McDonald's. Like I can't be a manager there or anything. Um, I assume so Chick-fil-A I, my, is completely out of the question. Yeah, hundred um, percent. But it, I so I don't. I think this is like it. Like if I. You know, I asked you at the beginning, like, should I quit? You're making me realize the answer is no, because I honestly have nowhere to go. Ah, oh, there's so... Are weird. you lo- looking for, like, a sound engineer or anything on your show? Oh, I mean, I would love to have someone to edit these for me. Uh, but I, I do believe that the devil has a non-compete clause with me as well. We've had issues... You know, the contract is just so long, I, like, gave up on reading it, too, and now... Now I'm I'm here. And just, and just yeah. out of curiosity, you you signed what you signed the contract in? Uh definitely blood. Oh, uh, okay. it, it was kind of weird. I got my pen out, yeah. and he's like, no, 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 and passes me a knife. <laughs> uh and I had to slash my hand and dribble blood on it oh. on the contract. I mean, that is a classic startup move. Yeah. They really they want to make you feel like you're part of the team. Part of the culture. You're you're the family, right? Yeah. You're the family. That's yeah. what I was told. And Blood you did, family. You did send me one of the the kind of culture videos that the devil produced uh, to mm-hmm. as a recruiting tool. And I did notice that a lot of the people there were kind of uh, saying lots of good stuff with their mouths, but with their eyes, they were crying. Sometimes blood. Mm, yeah, it's uh, it was it was you know an inspirational video. We're recruiting right now. Uh, we, yeah. we tend to go to uh, you know universities. Uh, Craigslist. Yeah, Craigslist universities. We like to play the high and lows. Yeah. Um, no Facebook Marketplace always always up there. <laughs> so you post says it's something for sale, and it's uh, in reality you're buying a soul. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so uh, it. Uh, yeah. Anyways, we're, we're 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 always recruiting. So if you know friends, um, let me let me refer them. Uh, I get a really nice kickback at the end of that. So let me know. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll uh, I'll pass along some names of some really good people that I know. Uh, Tony, it's been great to catch up. Um, looks like you're in hell right now. You're surrounded by flames, uh, brimstone everywhere. But corner cubicle, right? Corner cubicle, living living that dream. Uh, please stick around. Maybe uh, the next guest will have some legal things they need to talk about. Or maybe they have a, a progressive argument that you need to shut down with assholery. Uh, we'll see. Uh, but let's talk to them now. Uh, please welcome to the show my good friend Adam Holder. Welcome, Adam. Thank you so much for having me, Stefan. It's, uh, it's, it's great to be able to catch up with you and, and these wonderful new friends. Yeah, well, uh, remind me, when was the last time that we saw each other? Oh my goodness! It doesn't seem like it was that long ago at all. Maybe I don't know. I want to say ninety three, ninety two. Okay, so quite a. I mean, that's what twenty seven years. Mm-hmm. So I mean, really, it's 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 not too long at all. Yeah, I, I mean, well, you're a you're an older gentleman. Yeah, I've been around. I've seen some things in my day, and uh, no, it's it's one of those things where I feel that. With wisdom, I don't. I don't feel old. You're as old as you feel, mm. and I don't feel old. And how old? How old do you feel? Would you say? Oh, you know, I feel I feel spry. You know, I, it's just a number. Age is just a number, and numbers don't matter. We all know about imaginary numbers. So, you know, I maybe. Uh, I mean, that's that is an imaginary number. If we had to assign a value to that number, uh, what what number would you feel? Is it truly I? 
Um, you know, some days are better than others. You wake up and the stiffness, especially in the winter, you oh, geez, I, I, not as spry as I was mm. back in the, you know, in the 20s. And the tw- okay, so you're at least over 100. Uh, actually, that's not true. You could be in the late 90s or the early 90s. Um, if we had to, I don't know, count the rings on your spine, uh, what would we end up with in terms of numbers? Now, that, that is something I haven't heard in a long time, counting the rings of someone's spine to determine their age. It's kind of an antiquated uh, technique, but I still apply it. Is, I, think, uh, I think as a kid, we used to, we used to think that was yeah. the way, but you know, modern advancements in science, I don't, I don't think that's true anymore. I that's guess how it, we do it in hell, actually. Uh, but skeletons, like uh, we, we count, we count the rings on their spine. That's that's how we figure it out how old they were when they were murdered. Well, Tony, that that makes me think. I had an old friend. Uh, I'm trying to remember his last name. Johann, uh, he's a German fellow, and he was a doctor, and he ended up uh, working where you're working now. Uh, Faust, Johann Faust. Ooh. If he's still there, could you just say hi? That yeah, would, I can definitely slack him. Definitely. I mean, just okay. before we get back to you, uh, Adam, uh, I'm intrigued to know that people who are murdered go to hell. <laughs> the victims of a terrible crime are sent to hell. Yeah, sometimes. I mean, it happens. It's what someone, someone who what, okay, you're a bad person, and someone murders you, so you go to hell because you did something bad in the first place. Okay, it's just it's not a very generic to say that all of the skeletons are people who have been murdered. I mean, yes, bad people are murdered, but a lot of good people are murdered too. Are they? You see some of them. No, why would they be in hell? To find? Oh, okay, good. I'm glad. I'm glad we. Clarified. That seems pretty basically true. If they were good, they wouldn't be down there. That, I, Stephon, you... This is why you're not a lawyer. There's no logic to your arguments. No, maybe if they were interning, they mm. might be down there. Mm. Interning as a lawyer or as a skeleton? Now that's a good question. We do have we do have intern skeletons. Uh, just testing out the field, like is this how they want to die? Mm. Uh, that that comes up, yeah. <laughs> I mean, a lot to unpack there as well. Uh, maybe we'll we'll loop back around to that. But Adam, so I mean, what what are you up to these days? You've had a long life, a lot of time to reflect. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. curious, what you. What have you decided that has value after possibly a hundred years of life? Well, I think the big thing is vinegar, and it's uh, it's not even that controversial. I know that it's a it's a part of cooking from all around the world. I'm sure that uh, Gloria knows that it's a valuable uh, tool for making delicious food. Mm-hmm. I can remember remember being in Manila and having an amazing adobo. Mm-hmm. Sometimes oh, I just uh, I put in some apple and vinegar, and that's it. Mm. That's, that takes me back. Uh, so vinegar is one thing, but I mean, I just, I, that was just what I was looking at. I have some vinegar here. I was cleaning up a little bit later. Oh, okay. Uh, so, I, so I asked a really, really good thought-provoking question, and you you looked at the first thing that was around you, and, and that was your answer. Well, I think that the idea that it might be something material is often underrated. We seem to give answers about family and friends and the importance mm-hmm. of the people that are closest to us, but... I have to tell you, after a certain point, the fact that they all turn into skeletons is really disappointing. So even if they go to, well, maybe you can confirm, uh, Tony, uh, when a person, whether a person goes to heaven or hell, they become a skeleton either way, or just if they're murdered and go to heaven or hell. It's kind of like your entry position into hell is coming in as a skeleton, but you can work your way up. Like I was saying, like goblins, Mm. demons, there's a ladder. And in heaven? 
I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I haven't. I haven't. Uh, that's in my non-compete. I I can't go there. Oh well, I guess that's not not surprising. I have it on good authority that it's similar uh, up there. That there is a, a required skeleton phase, and then after a, a probation of a number of uh, centuries, there's a sort of cherub. Uh, the role that you can take working your way up to uh, eventually a lesser angel, angel, archangel, etc. And Adam, how do you how do you know this? Have you had kind of near-death experiences? I have had a few, actually. Oh. Yeah, one of the most recent ones, I was, uh, I was crossing a street uh, in New York City. Mm-hmm. I know that you spent some time there. I have, um, yeah. I had a lot of fun. And I nearly got trampled uh, by... A horse carriage. Oh my goodness! And, and terrible. And what happened? You were lying on the street, going towards the light. What did What did you? See? Well, that was it. So at that point in time, the electric lights hadn't been uh, officially launched. Uh, okay. There was a crazy Nicola. Somebody was working on something, uh, and so it was all gas, gas lights. Okay. Um, and so uh, there was a gas light overhead, but I heard a voice. Mm. And the voice told me to not to be afraid mm-hmm. and that the the only thing that I had to worry about was how much calcium I had consumed in life. Um, and I, I didn't really understand it at the time, uh, but f- research and talking to experts in metaphysics led me to believe that that voice was trying to prepare me for the interim skeletal phase mm. uh, of the afterlife. Okay, and now this is making me question when you said the 20s. First of all, you said that this was a recent time in New York, but it was at the mm-hmm. time of uh, gas lamps and uh, Nikola Tesla. So when you said the 20s, mm-hmm. which 20s were you referring to? The 20s. Uh, but what two numbers go before the 20s? Uh, no two numbers. Two. I mean, after BC, I guess. Okay, so you're talking about the year, the year twenty to the year thirty when you reference the twenty. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so so you are indeed a monstrously old person. Well, I don't mean to brag. It's just really, it's getting to bed at a decent hour and uh, doing some stretching, which I know that you're doing. I'm so happy to hear that you're back into the yoga. Me and Adrian. Yeah. So yeah. Were, were you also around in the negative twenties? Uh, before in the, before I guess uh, BC. How do they measure BC? Does it go backwards? It does go backwards. Yes. So twenty yeah. BC would be twenty years before the birth of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Sorry, Tony, for bringing him up. Don't say it. Don't say it. You know it. I like. I have a sear in my like skin now physically. Uh, I'm sorry because you said sorry. his name. So. So yeah, those times were were really quite quite fun it was a bit like uh the wild west except with uh more whipping oh well i mean that doesn't sound super fun i guess it depends if you're the one doing the whipping or receiving the whipping um so you caught on very quickly i always knew you were sharp a sharp boy so if we i mean are we able to put a pinpoint if you had to say a year for when you were born uh or when you came into existence what kind of Mm. uh, what number would that be you know what? It's been so long, and I mean, I don't say that to avoid your question. I genuinely wish I knew uh, that day. I have a vague memory of it. You know, as you get older, things get a little bit fuzzier. But I remember I was swimming, and it was very comfortable. But there was just something that said, you know what? Maybe I'll just try waddling 
onto this little piece of land. Okay. And, uh, and I said, I'm going to go for it. And, you know, that's the spirit I like to bring into all my endeavors. So I just, I used my uh, little limbs to get up there and never look back. Okay, so two, two part question. Uh, first part, uh, you, you said you've had a number of near death experiences. Can you put a number <laughs> on how many? You know, I would say 350 to 700 million. Oh my goodness. Okay. And mm-hmm. follow up question to that. Uh, earlier, okay. when I asked you after living for so long, uh, what wisdom you've acquired and what you value after living, mm-hmm. evolving from the ocean and living for aeons upon aeons of time, and also nearly dying and seeing heaven or hell 350 to 7 million times, your answer was vinegar. It's look, don't knock it until you try it. I've tried vinegar. It's you know, it's tart. It's good at dressings. Uh, and you know what I'm talking about. That's the thing. I guess you know, you got to learn from your elders. Uh, what's your, what type of vinegar do you like the best? You know what? You're talking my language now. <laughs> I think that there's been a, a serious misrepresentation of some of the traditional methods of vinegar. Um, you know, anything can become vinegar with enough time. That so, is true. Uh, so this whole uh, the obsession with red wine and apple cider, mm-hmm. it's just, it's a limited palate. I mean, there's all sorts of things that were delicious. Dodo vinegar. Oh, <laughs> you would have loved dodo vinegar. vinegar. You take a dodo egg um, and a little bit of some fresh fruit and you just let it, just let it stew away for wow. 15 to 20 months. And yeah, it's great. You can't get it anymore. It's a good, a good vinegar. And, and I want to extend this question to the rest of the guests. Gloria, as the resident uh, award-winning uh, culinary expert, what's your favorite type of vinegar? Oh, you know, apple cider. I know you said it's a bit basic, but uh, I love it. It's a, it's a good one. And uh, Tony, if we have to go to you, uh, and we do. It's uh, white, white vinegar. Just plain old white vinegar. Yeah, it's really complex. <laughs> okay. This is the kind of hard-hitting journalism we uh, we get to on this podcast. Uh, Adam, uh, I mean, I have to ask, you've been alive for a long time. Is, is it going to continue? How long do you want to go? It seems like you can choose. Well, my hope is to stick around to see that this uh, lovely group of, of people that are working together to uh take care of one another as they journey through a difficult time and make sure that that's uh they get to the end and they mm-hmm. can they can get past that uh that little health issue that's going on right now um with the mortality i'm hoping oh, to, okay. to get to the point where that's been solved and then uh, when everybody is like me i won't need to be around anymore and i'll probably go back to the ocean with a supply of vinegar <laughs> Okay, interesting. So, I mean, uh, Tony, I, I don't know if you're seeing what I'm seeing here, but it it does kind of seem like we're talking to God. Uh, yeah, I was just about to apologize for, like, we have a death department, like, just dedicated to death. And uh, I was just gonna say, I am so sorry that you have not been able to be killed this many times. Like, that is just unacceptable. I'm gonna be sending an email right away. Uh, for if them you could to put a word in, that would follow be... up like customer service. Like that's just no, you know. So, yeah. Sorry. I sent a telegram not that long ago and never did get a reply. But if you could, if you could chase that up, it would be nice to have everything in place. 
Well, let's hope you're not going down to hell. Well, I mean, I'm I'm not going to lie. There's been a few times I've probably done a few things I shouldn't have. Wow. What a... I mean, we have to wrap up. What a cliffhanger to end that on. Uh, we'll have to have you back, Adam, and you can tell us about all the naughty little things you did as a, as a Plankton up to now as a fully evolved immortal Vinegar fan, possibly a god. Um, but, uh, you know, that's, uh, that's all the time we have for the, the guests tonight. Thank you, Gloria. Thank you, Tony. And thank you, Adam, for being here. And uh, we're going to take a short break and we'll be right back after that. Dungeons, Dragons, Canada, the multiverse theory, corgis, queer representation, reconciliation, angels, demons, squirrels, moose, moose and squirrels, sorcerers, dinosaurs, forests, giants, rogues, warlocks, planes, sewers, lavender, natural toonie, a Canadian Dungeons and Dragons podcast, right here on the Upford Network. segment made me very hungry (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh but let's talk about it we're we're back on the air now uh lay i this felt like a character from experience yeah mashup i'd say (laughs) based on uh people you know yeah yeah i didn't have anyone in particular but i was Mm. just bringing forth filipino culture Okay, and and I know I've seen you do storytelling about basketball before. I know that you are very. Do you actually follow the like uh, the rec leagues? Is that are they rec leagues? <laughs> yeah, I don't, but I don't really follow NBA either. So normally I'm I'm watching like univers like Canadian university basketball. Ah, the Ravens. No, where is that televised? Um. So they only just started televising it, but in Montreal mm. it's kind of nice because you have like three schools. Cool. Yeah. So are they all in the same league? Uh, UDM, UCAM, and the... oh, UDM doesn't even have a basketball team. Wait, what are the oh, three schools? Wow. Uh, UCAM, and... Concordia, and McGill. And how are the Stingers? As a my my alma mater, Matt Matter. <laughs> how are they as a team? Um, a couple years ago, they made it to nationals and got crushed by like forty points every game. Oh, um, so they're okay in Quebec. <laughs> hmm. Who are who are the powerhouses of Canadian collegiate basketball? The Ravens. You got it. Oh, that's true. I do remember in my brief time at Carlton, the Ravens were a big deal. Yeah, it's very depressing. Actually, it's it's boring. Are there any big success stories to from Canadian university basketball that have gone on to the NBA? No. Andrew Wiggins was a Andrew Wiggins played. Yeah, so we have Canadians, but they tend to go to prep school. The best chance you have is to to catch them when they're in CJEP. And then they oh, go. Really? Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. Wait, I, just... I have questions. What happened? According to like that history uh, commercial we used to have, Canada invented basketball, and we don't have like a powerhouse basketball presence. Okay, a Canadian, a McGilligan yeah. actually invented basketball, but he did it in Springfield, um, in oh. in America. Yeah. Where the where the Simpsons live, Stacy? I don't know if you're familiar. With that. <laughs> But it spread. It spread through like religious means, and even like Whoa. Bhutan. I think Bhutan's royalty loves playing basketball. Hmm. Very cool. Wow. Um, 
I had a follow-up question, but now I forget what it was. I guess uh, young players in Canada would get, like you said, they get scouted in SAGEP and they would get scholarships at American schools. Yeah, or more commonly, they go down to the States already and do like prep school. And they, I would imagine there's like, they get a full ride for that. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Um, Patrick, playing an immortal yeah. man, does it? do you feel that it's uh, imbued you with some sort of wisdom? <laughs> No, I think that might have been part of the reason that I that I reached for that character, mm. just this idea of what if time, which feels really absurd and kind of surreal during the pandemic. What if it, you know, we had a much longer view of things, um, and maybe that was a kind of therapeutic uh, choice, a healthy a healthy outlook to have. <laughs> Uh, as someone, we were just talking about it before the show, as someone who watched Tenet today, I feel like your idea of time is better than Christopher Nolan's. <laughs> oh! Shots fired. No, shots have been fired. fired. Uh, Come at I me, mean, Christopher Nolan. It's just after after doing Memento, which I really enjoyed, mm-hmm. and I know that it's not everybody's favorite, but I thought that the the ideas around around time were explored in such a deft way this just this felt so clumsy mm. that it was really hard to to understand what went wrong yeah even the other i mean all of his movies except the dark knight ones are kind of time travel fucks maybe mm-hmm. not, oh, well, also not dunkirk ah uh, yeah i guess I, oh, no, wait, but it messes with time cut. no 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 it, it messes with time there is a clock I think ticking. it's creative with time yeah there's a clock ticking the entire time and it ticks faster and faster and faster until you have a complete meltdown over what is going to happen to harry styles that just sounds like a Saturday night she knew. Yeah, maybe. Uh, Stacy, uh, I think this is uh, d- d- this character felt like uh, they argue the antithesis of what you believe as a human being. I do. I. And I feel I like that happened a lot with you. What is the of my existence, and I shall play them. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like I've uh, I've been in some situations where you were arguing against the devil's advocate, and it sucked. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like I it's honestly one of like my least favorite things like my face just like melts mm. and my heart melts when someone says that like just apply, like just say it differently just say like okay a when people say it like they just want to argue but like if you truly do have a different opinion of something just say it or like ask a question like you don't need to say this dumb thing to like position yourself differently I don't know I find it infuriating. So I think it's a it seems tech- like a spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. just, like I'm going to be argumentative for yeah. the sake of being argumentative. I'm going to be an asshole. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, I think a lot of people use it as a cover. Like mm-hmm. they, it's what they, they are about to express what they actually believe, but they realize mm-hmm. that what they actually believe is like not, uh, they would probably say not PC. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe we would say wrong, <laughs> mm-hmm. but uh, fun. Isn't it fun to argue? <laughs> No, not at all. I find it draining and it like makes me feel super sour. Yeah, it uh, really sticks with you, arguments. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's uh, do some plugs. Stacey, you, you're already on deck, so uh, you always have some good uh, TV shows or books you want to talk about. Or maybe you have something. I'm going to throw you something a little different today, Stefan. Oh, okay. Hit me I'd right. like to plug in this wine that I've been drinking <laughs> these days. What are we talking about? Called- Le Naturel. Mm-hmm. It's uh, okay. So um, I'm out in uh, BC right now, and it seems like natural wines like aren't huge here. Like I keep going to sh- uh, stores, like as they are in in Montreal. So I keep going into stores and being like, "Where's your natural wine section?" Mm-hmm. And they're like, "Oh, like we don't really do that." So this is the one in the store I could find. That's the only one alcohol store on the island, um, and uh, it's uh, 
without sulfates and it tastes amazing and uh la naturale from okanagan uh wow. very nice very okay great great plug a little different from what we usually get mm-hmm. on the podcast uh let's go to lay you have anything to talk about or um well i've been on my partner's twitch channel every so often okay um great. garage goat and uh it's really low-key he does like deliveries <laughs> it's like truck simulator and he does deliveries okay. so we like pretend we're in the cabin of a truck and just chat i thought that he was like he w- he had become like a bike messenger or something and he was streaming like uh basically premium rush in real life <laughs> that's great i've heard uh really good things about truck simulator yeah super, he has like, uh, like the the steering wheel okay and oh, wow and you just kind of pretend you're in a truck with him and you uh we chat it's good we chat yeah. uh what was the handle again what do people twitch.tv slash garage goat garage goats great awesome so check that out and watch people pretend to drive a truck uh pat you have anything to talk about media you've liked or uh maybe yeah for sure i uh on the drive back i spent a lot of time in the maritimes this fall on the drive back i was listening to the audiobook of uh charlie kaufman's debut novel ant kind um, which was just fantastic. I don't know if you are a Charlie Kaufman film fan, but I've always sort of liked his kind of weird view on things. And his book is certainly no exception. It's it's really, uh, there's a lot to take in. And uh, it was the perfect kind of surreal thing to have playing as I was uh, making my way across mostly deserted highways on the way back to Montreal. Oh, sounds like, uh, like an altered state almost. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you the one thing not to do. So it's it's a very, very, very large audiobook, yeah. and so I have all the chapters on my phone. I don't finish it in the drive, so I arrive. Uh, I arrive home, and the next day I'm like, okay, I want to continue where I left off, and so I transfer it to another device oh, no. and start playing it. And unbeknownst to me, I have it on shuffle. Oh no! And, oh, and so individual chapters are playing out of order, oh. and the book is so surreal. That there's a part of me that's like, I don't remember this, but this might be a writing device. Is this how it's supposed and... to be? <laughs> exactly. Oh, so funny. it wasn't until a chapter was repeated that I was like, now I know I've heard this before. And there, oh, I, it would be really bold to just redo a chapter, <laughs> but I wouldn't put it past him. So, yeah, I that tells you a little something about what's in store for you with Ant Kind. All right. He, uh, uh, I'm thinking of ending things as him, right? On Netflix, uh, the movie. I think so. Jesse Being Lord. John Malkovich, adaptation, mm-hmm. Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Anomalisa. Could be. Maybe I'm thinking of the wrong guy completely. It doesn't Maybe matter. Not. I'll get. I'll operate on IMDb after this, and my uh, the next episode of this podcast will be all about Charlie Kaufman. Uh, <laughs> all right. That's a great round of plugs. Uh, some things to check out. Some things to keep in mind. That's been some good friends for another week, and I will see you next time. Thanks for listening. Oh, and thank you, of course, to Lay, Stacey, and Pat for being on the show. Thank you for listening, talking to the listeners now. I will see you next week. Bye. Those were friends, good friends of mine. I talk 